You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale. Hi, Derek Gale here. And in this uh, podcast, I'm going to be answering a question. Well, actually, a couple questions that are all related. And, uh, you know, whenever I'm looking for an idea for a podcast, I just simply jump into our membership community at Entrepreneur Lab. And I say, well, you know, what are common questions that we're getting? And I know if 10 people have asked a question, there's got to be 100 or more that are actually wondering the same thing. And so the question I want to answer today is, what is bounce rate? And, you know, what impact does that have on your website? And what can you do about your bounce rate? Now, what is bounce rate? Well, if you use Google Analytics you've probably seen in Google Analytics, there's a statistic that is called bounce rate. And it'll show you your bounce rate on each page of your website. And what that is a measurement of is how many people enter your website on that page. So it's the first page they visit and then leave your website without ever visiting another page. So for example, if you had a blog post And that blog post was on uh, dog training and somebody searched dog training online and that blog post showed up in the search engines and they clicked the link and they went to that blog post and they read that entire blog post and then they clicked the back button or they went to Google and they never clicked to see any other pages on your website. Well, in Google's eyes, that would count as a bounce effectively what Google is saying is, well, that person just left your website without visiting anything else. Now, the reason this has become a little bit more of a hot topic over the past few years is because Google has started to evolve their algorithm to focus more on how people actually interact with websites. So what Google knows is if somebody goes to a website and spends lots of time on that website and clicks around to a whole bunch of different pages on that website, they feel that obviously that website was relevant. It contains something that person wanted. Alternatively, if somebody clicked through to a web page and then left without clicking anything else, well, maybe that website wasn't as relevant or wasn't as good. So now this is another factor that exists in their algorithm that can impact your search rankings. Now, how big is the impact? Well, frankly, nobody knows except the engineers at Google that actually have visibility into that algorithm itself. You know, it's one of many hundreds of ranking factors. But I believe more weight has been put on it over the last few years as Google is looking to reward websites where people stay and they engage. Okay, so What is bounce rate? It's when somebody comes to your webpage, they read it and leave, and they never click to another page on your website. Now, the next question I get from people is, Derek, why is my bounce rate so high? And I'll say, well, what's your bounce rate? They say, well, on this page, it's, 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 you know, 75%. And, you know, 
the question then becomes is, well, what are you measuring that against? Now, if you look at all your other pages and they're all, say, 30 or 40 percent and that one's 75, well, yeah, okay, that's a problem. But if you look across and you see on average your bounce rate across all your pages is between, let's say, 65 and 75 percent, what are you benchmarking that against to say that that's high or that's low? Maybe in your niche, that's a common bounce rate, okay? So the point I'm trying to get here is, is if you look across the industry, the averages skew anywhere from 25 to 75%. If you're up at the 90% or 85%, your bounce rate is probably pretty high and you got to worry about it. But my point is here is if you log in and you see that your bounce rate is 50%, don't panic. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It, it's what, what really matters is how you compare against the websites you're competing against, okay? If your bounce rates are all around the similar, well, then you're all going to be treated equally by Google. Unfortunately, we don't get to know what our competitors' bounce rates are, though. So that being said, we do want to move forward and try and make sure our bounce rate are as low as possible. And if our bounce rates are low, that's a good thing because that means more and more people are clicking through on our website. They're engaging with our website, which is ultimately what we're trying to achieve anyway. So now that we understand what bounce rate is, now you understand that there isn't necessarily a high or a low, that there's actually quite a broad spectrum of what bounce rate is actually is. I want to give you some fixes, all right? So how can you improve your bounce rate? Now, the very first thing you need to do is you need to diagnose why your bounce rate is high. Now, there's two reasons, one of two reasons in general that your bounce rate is going to be high. Reason number one is somebody lands on your page and they immediately determine that this page is not relevant to what they were looking for. So they immediately back out. That's actually the worst kind of bounce rate. So that's problem number one. The other kind of bounce rate is when somebody comes to your website and maybe they land on a blog post and they read that blog post. They get all the information they need from that blog post and they have no reason to click on any other page on your website, so they leave. So in that case, they're staying and that's good and they're engaging. Now, how do you diagnose? Do you have people bouncing right away because it's not relevant? Or do you have people staying but just not clicking to another page? To diagnose that, you want to look at your time on page. That's another statistic you're going to find in Google Analytics where they'll show you on average how long are people actually staying on your specific page. And so if you have a really low time on page, like people are leaving on average within 15 seconds or 20 seconds or 30 seconds, what that means is the people that are coming to that website aren't being engaged by that page. They're not, they're not feeling it's relevant to what they were looking for, so they're leaving quickly. All right. So to solve that problem, there's two questions you need to ask yourself. Question number one is, well, what are these people expecting when they come here? Where are they coming from? And to figure that out, one of the simplest ways is if you're getting search traffic, have a look. Well, what keywords are they coming in off of? You know, if somebody's searching for dog training and they land on my page about dog grooming, well, that's not relevant to dog training. 
right? So they're going to bounce. So I need to, if that's what I'm ranking for, and I want to keep those people, I need to modify my page to deliver what they're looking for to keep them there. And the number one place to start with that is write a compelling headline that speaks to them, right? So ask yourself, where are these people coming from? What are they expecting? Then look at your page and say, is my page delivering that? Is my headline saying, hey, this page has what you're looking for? And if it doesn't, you need to modify it. And again, you can figure out if that's the problem by looking at the t average time on page. If that's really low, that means people aren't reading. They're just leaving. The content is not congruent with the, what they were actually searching for. Now, reason number two for people bouncing is what we talked about. Somebody comes to your web page they read the entire post, the article, they consume the content on that page and they leave. And the good news is, is you can tell this because you'll see that you have a high time on page, people reading it, might be a minute, couple minutes, but you now need to give them a reason to click to lower your bounce rate. And there's lots and lots of different ways to do that, okay? And, and the fact of the matter is, is when somebody lands on a web page on your website, there shouldn't just be one reason for them to click. There should be a plethora of reasons for them to click to other pages. Now, the only exception to that is if you're landing them on a sales page and you don't want to distract them from that sales process, okay? But those typically aren't the pages that we're necessarily worried about ranking in Google. So... If somebody lands on a blog post and they read that blog post, what are the things we can do to get them to click? Well, one of the most obvious ones is to recommend related content. Hey, you liked this article. At the end of the article, have here's three other articles you might be interested in. And if you go to shareaholic.com, they offer a free plugin. It's called their related content plugin. And you can install that on your website. And what they'll do is they'll find related content to that article and display it. Now, something I like to do is I like to create a widget, and you'll see this on uh, Entrepreneur Ignited, a popular post widget. So I can go through and handpick and say, hey, here's my top three or top five or top 10 most popular posts, and have that as a, a widget so that they're seeing that right away. And also, when you're on Entrepreneur Ignited, you'll see that we have lots of calls to action, lots of free offers to get people to click on stuff. If you have a pop-up that pops up and somebody clicks and goes to a different page, that now lowers your bounce rate. So my point here is, is there's lots of different strategies to lower that bounce rate. If you're getting people that are coming, consuming your content and then leaving without clicking, you can solve that problem. You need to give them reasons to click. If you expect somebody to read an article and just to start exploring and clicking on their own, uh, you're going to be let down a little bit here. If you want people to click, you need to tell them to click. In fact, when you write your article, you could have a call to action at the end that says, hey, subscribe here, or here's another great article. And the last strategy, if you have really long articles, is what's called pagination. And this is a very common strategy that you see used on just about every major media site these days from, you know, uh, Mashables, Verge, Cracked, any of those media websites. 
Rather than having their articles over one long page, what they're doing is they're using pagination plugins that take that article and break it up over multiple pages. So as someone starts reading that article, they have to hit next to continue reading the article. So if they're engaged, if they want all the content, they have to click. And you'll see that with sliders, with plugins, stuff like that. So there's lots of different ways to get people to do that. Now, one of the things to just sort of warn you against with pagination, splitting your article up into multiple different pages can also have an impact on your SEO. So uh, I'm not gonna go into deep detail on that today, but if you're gonna paginate your articles, you want to maybe go out there and do some research research on SEO and pagination because there's some specific meta tags. And I don't want to get into all the details on that on this podcast, but you need to be aware of to avoid um, actually hurting your search engine rankings by splitting all your content up. So there you go. I hope I have demystified bounce rate for you. Uh, you know, like I said, it's it Google's algorithm is is adapting, evolving, and figuring out what pages people are engaging with. So bounce rate does play a role. We want to engage people. We want to get people to click through our websites to get involved in those websites. It's all good to have a post that you know ranks really well in Google or an article that ranks really well in Google and people come and people read it. But if they don't click and do anything on your website, well, you've become a kind of a you know a not not for profit there. Right. So if you want to have a business where you're engaging people, capturing leads, you need to give them a reason to click. So I hope I demystified bounce rate for you. Uh, and I want to thank you for taking your time to be here to listen to this podcast. We have some incredible episodes coming up. We've got some fantastic guests scheduled to be here on the Entrepreneur, Entrepreneur Ignited podcast. So go forth, make your lives extraordinary, and we'll see you in the next episode. You're listening to the Entrepreneur Ignited Podcast, where we aim to simplify online business so you can make more money. Now, here's your host, Derek Gale.